0: hey everybody and thank you for joining us on this episode of chatting with country today on the line with me i have my good friend ady hello (laughs) and we are going to discuss ady's journey and so throughout life you know We kind of have our ups and downs and different traumas and stresses, you know, happy times, uh, sad times or whatever. And she's a really good friend of mine. And she just kind of wanted to jump on a podcast and tell a little bit about herself. So thank you so much for joining me because you didn't have to. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. You're (laughs) welcome. And two, though y'all, we is gonna also talk about this uh, Green Valley Tea one day detox too because she called me at 5 a.m. my time. It was that early to wake me up. Look, she Facetimed me, (laughs) and being the loving, supportive. (laughs) person that, that i am guess what i did i answered with a smile and she <laughs> talked me off of the ledge with that death in a bottle i don't know what caused me <laughs> to do that stuff but we made it we here death in a bottle <laughs> we're gonna talk about that towards the end though because that's that's a little funny i i, I would rather so so Eddie, i think we've been Friends, Probably over, what, about 27, 28 years? Probably 30 years now? Yes. Well, you met Anita first, so... Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Tiana about to be 26. I've been knowing Anita forever. Yeah, so we met... When did you move over here? Like, our sophomore year? Yeah, I was going into my junior year, West side Okay. Yeah, so it's been like 27, 28 years. Yeah, we've been out of school forever. We old. I be forgetting <laughs> We've been out of school 25, that's our 26th year, being out of school. So yeah, my math about right. You're getting yeah. old. I know, right? <laughs> just a little season. We got a little slave on us, that's all. Right. <laughs> so um, go ahead and just tell me a little bit about yourself. We can kind of start with your past as far back as you want to go just tell us who is 80 who is adrian okay so i am adrian aka 80 um those that know me call me 80 i get nervous when people call me adrian but i guess as i get older i have to you know embrace that name (laughs) but i mean i'm i'm pretty much a simple person you know I, i don't do a lot you know god is first family is second um yeah, I mean, what what you want to know? What, what? <laughs> I don't know. Well, and how was your childhood? How was growing up? How was your childhood? Oh, you had a pretty good childhood? Family was important. Like, you know, we had the grannies. I had the granny. Uh, we did the whole, the whole meet up on Sundays after church um, and everything like that uh, on my mom's side. My dad's side, you know, was a little hit or miss. Um <laughs> We didn't have the same type of relationship, but he was around in my life. Um, But I have a daddy um, that stepped in, aka a stepdad that took that role on, and you know, that's my dad. But um, I do have a father as well, but I have, I mean, I can't say I had a bad childhood. It was everybody, every family got their own issues, but you know, I can say I was actually blessed Mm -hmm. as far as that family dynamic is concerned. I agree because I instantly became part of the family once I moved out um to the hood. Mm -hmm. I became yeah. And you know once you part to the next look, once you part of the family, like people be divorced and separated from folks and once you become part of our family, like you you enough alike. Like you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's that's a true story. I, I thought it was cute, you know, when I came to visit and uh, the new neighbor that you got, you was like, yeah, come on, yeah, we're going to go up in this house. Uh, let's go check it out. <laughs> up in there. You want to see it? I'm like, yeah, let's go take a look. Why? That was so funny to me. <laughs> well, what's funny is, like, I got so many, quote unquote, family members that people don't know who, is my family and who is not biologically related to me. I had folks thinking I had a white daddy because I was calling one of my ex-co-workers dad and they was like, is that her real daddy? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I got I got sisters, you know, that I got white chocolate sisters, I got, you know, white chocolate brother-in-laws, you know, so I just embrace everybody. Like, I've always been one that, you know, take people in. Yeah, All but... Right you got any um favorite memories of me girl <laughs> <laughs> we had fun growing up in the hood i'll just say that like you know we we went from the days where you know we was microwaving ponytails and the the of ponytails <laughs> microwave was on fire look <laughs> <laughs> you know when I had got my little first car and you know, I was going around picking folks up picking it, everybody it, it, right. up <laughs> aiding and invading criminals and stuff <laughs> 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 but what I can say about the neighborhood like it's crazy because I believe we're one of the few neighborhoods where everybody is still like mm-hmm. part of it you know what I mean so mm-hmm. be- being back out here in the neighborhood I'm actually um You know, if I need anything, I know that they got me. So yeah. Yeah,
1: Not only did I have a good
0: good family, I had like a good neighborhood family. And then like on the block is still like people that's been here from when I was little. And people be like, You live across the street from you know, in low income housing, you ain't nervous. No, I'm good. No. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Look, I It ain't never been a problem. Exactly. Exactly. Like you just learn to get on the floor between, you know, no. <laughs> no,
1: nah, but you know what, actually
0: it ain't even like on this side, it ain't because I guess the people that's across the street are older and they don't really be on nothing. So mm-hmm. this little section is cool. No, okay. <clears throat> so, 80. Let's mm-hmm. get real. All right, let's tell Tell us forward. about your journey. All right, so you know I've always been a bigger girl. And I've never been one that's, that lacked confidence in being a bigger girl. Um, mm-hmm. and it's so crazy because people be like, I didn't even realize you was that big. But, um, I never forget my aha moment. I actually, um, was in Jamaica and I walked past the mirror and I was like, what the heck? And I literally came home and was like, I'm going to have VSG surgery, which is vertical sleeve gastrectomy, which is a form of bariatric surgery. Um. I got back and I scheduled a, or uh, um you have to do like a seminar. So I scheduled a seminar and I had kind of made it up in my mind. Um, I went through a program and it was like, I just had that aha moment. I don't know what happened. It wasn't like I had like any health issues, thank God. But it was just like, okay, I was at the point where I was like, okay, I guess I finally saw what, what I saw. And it, it, I needed to make a change. So um, I started my weight loss journey as far as uh, preparing for the BSG through Healthy for Life um, in, I want to say, July of 28, 2017. Because you have to do, um, you got to go through like so many classes. You got to meet with a nutritionist. You got to do um, a whole bunch of different, different types of things to prep for it. Um, and I was a little hesitant because, you know, sometimes with bariatric surgery, some people have like that sunken in look. And I was like, I, I'm i a big girl. I don't want to be skinny. Mm-hmm. So people laughed at me when I went in and told the doctor, like, my goal weight. And they was like, you know, that's still big. And I was like, I don't want to be skinny. And so um, I embarked on that whole journey. And, you know, you got to be careful with with telling everybody your, your journeys because people think okay you're taking the easy way out by no means is that an easy way out Mm -hmm, (laughs) I mm -hmm. mean to each his own like that was that worked for me Um, but uh, I did that about 2018 I ended up having my surgery in March of 2018 Um, in the midst of that I lost a little over 100 pounds and when I initially had the surgery I was you know against weight skin removal surgery I was like I'm just gonna work out so the gym became bay. I was at the gym before work after work loving it but it was like I still had you know skin that I wasn't gonna be able to get rid of so um I I still wasn't really thinking about it and then um I'm going on a whole nother rampage so in the midst of that journey <laughs> I actually uh was diagnosed with cancer in 2020 july of 2020 i was diagnosed with um uh uh uterine cancer no let me take that back it was endometrial it was called endometrial artery carcinoma when i got diagnosed the doctor we sitting there he sitting there crying like oh my goodness you so young you don't have any kids and I'm like doc look we not finna sit here and be in no pity party we are going to figure out what the plan is so I end up having to get a hysterectomy which was kind of back and forth because although you know I've always had somebody's kids <laughs> Yeah, you, a- yeah, you're the best I R- see <laughs> R- ever, I see 80, yes. But, and then uh, when they told me like, okay, you can have hysterectomy and that'll resolve everything, it was like, okay, even though you know, kids wasn't in my, in my, you know, direct future for myself, I was like, you know, I ain't got no man, I ain't got no prospects, I'm good. It was like, I had the option of, you know, still having to have a child and then I started thinking like, okay, I'm 40 years old. I don't want no little slobby baby. Bless my heart. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> but, you know, the higher, the older you are, the more risk far as complications when it comes to children. So, um, you know, I looked at it. Okay, well, God made this, you know, he he did this for a reason. So I went through that um, and I ended up having major complications with having the hysterectomy to the point where the doctors didn't know what was going on. I ended up getting re-hospitalized for like two weeks. I developed ascites um, and nobody could figure out what happened and then all of a sudden after two months of going and getting um, I had to get tapped at the hospital um, it eventually just stopped <laughs> and the doctors was like I don't know what happened and I was like well God had to show y'all who was in control. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. They were literally like, I've never seen anything like that before. Um, so, you know, that was a whole ordeal. And in the midst of that, it's like I start finding who 80 really was. It's like I start being very protective over me. Um some people may say that I became distant, but you know, I just started, you know, being being to myself a little bit more. Um so i recovered from that and then i was like okay well i want to do something i want to do a surgery where i can pick it <laughs> right okay Can okay. can i have my turn this time thank you so much <laughs> so um i started researching and you know trying to trying to look at you know different options as far as getting a tummy tuck. Um, and around here, it was like, even though I had lost weight, I was still considered high BMI. So with that, around here, they don't really work on higher BMI's and a lot of people work out of surgery centers. With my history after the hysterectomy, I was like, okay, I need to make sure that I got doctors and whatever on staff in case something happens. So I end up, by chance, joining a bunch of surgery groups on Facebook and I had a consultation here and the man was telling me, you know, it's going to be an extra $70 per 10 pounds that you're over this X amount of weight. And I was like, okay. So when he told me the price, I was like okay well that's good and then this man did surgery in the same building where i filed my taxes at <laughs> really it's almost like uh, watch out for scammers sure, i mean in. and i mean to each his own but yeah i couldn't be like okay well let me go on upstairs and found these taxes and then i'll be back <laughs> down here for you to cut my stomach <laughs> off like right. i i just couldn't <laughs> i couldn't do it so i ended up joining a bunch of different like surgery groups on facebook and a lot of the groups were for skinnier, like smaller chicks. And this one lady suggested that I join some plus size surgery groups and I ended up finding a, a girl on there that body safe was similar to mine and her results were amazing. So she listed her doctor. I found the doctor on Instagram and messaged him. And the crazy part about this, I got work. Like, this man called me. He was like, okay, well send me some pictures and then I'll give you a call. So he was out of Florida, and so I get the hmm. call from a 219 number, and I'm like, who is this calling me while I'm in working? You know, I don't, you know, we don't answer numbers. We don't right. know. So. <laughs> he left me a message. was like, I tried to get in contact with you, but I didn't get an answer, and I was like, okay, well, what, what area code are you calling from so I know what to look for? And he was like, well, I'm out of Florida, but I'm actually here in, um, I'm in Indiana right now and I was like shut up and he said his wife was from Beverly Shores and he was out here visiting and um, he was like he be calling from 219 number so I ended up talking to the men and we became best friends I him he was my friend of the day and everything but anyway he <laughs> gave me a quote and um I told my mom, I was like Mom, we finna do this so it was me and my mama and um one of my well one of her good friends aka my auntie we um I told him I was like, we gonna go do this. Y'all coming? So we <laughs> made preparations to go down to Florida and get this surgery done. And it was the best decision ever. Like, I mean, I still got some work to do as far as where I want to be, but it definitely made life a lot easier than, you know, having an extra skin. And one thing I do want to say, like, I didn't realize how much I had put myself in a box because of my size prior to the surgery to begin with so it was like certain things that I would just like shy away from because self-consciously I was afraid that I would be rejected from my size so like I really wasn't going to like amusement parks one of the things I wanted to do was ride a horse I had always wanted to ride horses but I was scared of like a weight limit Mm -hmm. so after I had my surgery like at least I went and rode a horse and I was supposed to be going with somebody and everybody even reneged on me and I went out riding on this damn horse by myself Ah. and it felt so like like freeing and I was like okay so I started doing things that I had always wanted to do like I rode on a water slide for the first time um, in my adult life and I was like okay but at the end of the day it's, it's, it's crazy because like body dysmorphia is so real like sometimes I still see myself as being this 400 pound person and I'll go to the 3X's or I'll go to like bigger size and be like what you gonna do with that type stuff so you know it's been gotten a lot better because I am kind of far out now but yeah I, I, I realized that I had like put myself in the box because I was afraid of weight restriction so yeah I That's sit here funny. and I get super emotional. Um, Why? Because to, like you said, I wanted to ride a horse. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes people take things for granted, mm-hmm. right? And I always tell people it could be so much worse. Mm-hmm. You know, your life could be so much worse. And here mm-hmm. you are, wanting to ride a horse, and then everybody bag out but this mm-hmm. is something that was like a burning heart's desire like bump that mm-hmm. i gotta go get this done mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. this is this about me so it goes mm-hmm. back to the in, in the beginning when you just kind of was like i gotta do what worked best for me mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so then when you started going through you know when you had your first surgery right and then you went into the hysterectomy now mm-hmm. it was one of the moments like okay God." I got to just for real shut everybody and everything out. Mm-hmm, and I need mm-hmm. this one-on-one time with you to connect. And I don't care who see me as whatever. Mm-hmm. I need this time to try to work on me. And, you know, because I'm still that same person, mm-hmm. right? That was in this larger body. But mm-hmm. here I am, I'm losing weight. And I have to get accustomed to walking past the mirror, looking in the mirror and not seeing that mm-hmm. old me. Here I am embarking on a new journey
1: you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying going Mm
0: -hmm. forward Mm -hmm. so that makes me emotional because I know you you know what I'm saying yeah and And nobody ever would have known like how I felt because I always had a smile so you know I'm not one that expresses myself It's, it's hard I'm getting better at it now but I'm not one, you know. I keep going, you know. I go with the flow. Like I said, I I never won that I thought I had low self esteem or anything like that, because I made sure I was fly even as a big girl. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what does the future look like for you? Are you dating? <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with weight loss but yes I do have somebody (laughs) in my life (laughs) (laughs) Uh, only me somebody else would have got cursed out I'm telling y'all right now (laughs) yeah when it comes to when it comes to my day life I'm very especially with now I'm very protective over it because you know previously when you date people you know it's like I can't wait to tell this person this person that person mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm I'm very protective over me and man and a lot of times like well I ain't gonna need to say a lot of times social media has gotten so out of hand that people mm-hmm. think that if it's not listed on social media it's that mandatory. it doesn't exist mm-hmm. so it's like if I'm, in, if I'm busy enjoying my life and what I got going on now I may not have time to post on social media and that's okay <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Like, you know, we when you open yourself up too much to social media and the world, like you're opening up yourself to the a lot of more issues that, that you can have. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. The yeah. So, yep yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. Now, well, social media. I took myself off too. I just felt like I needed um, a me break. Mm-hmm. There's so much that be up and down my news feed day in and day out and at this point I'm like well if you got my number and it's important I'll talk to you mm-hmm. outside of that you must have been irrelevant you know what yeah. I'm saying right and, and it's depressing like it's so it crazy is. how people be like okay well I can't let mm-hmm. me girl, go ahead and post who died first like mm-hmm. I don't want to see that and it, it's times where I didn't post it I didn't see posting I'm like oh my goodness that's just happened somebody called me I think Mina called me and was like you know such and such and dad and I was like no why you didn't tell me such and such and I was like girl what are you talking about I didn't know mm-hmm. so finding finding stuff like that out and it takes a toll on me like I don't I don't watch the news because it's depressing so I'm very I'm very cautious about what I take in and people be like, yeah. well you know you you always so happy but it's like if you let the the, the stresses of the world you yeah, together for exactly, you exactly exactly yep, you are the so, creator of your own mental peace and, and so, i just want to say shout out to keisha because she has been a lifesaver <laughs> keisha you know who's yes, why hey ma'am. shout out keisha <laughs> king uh uh podcast put your phone down <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, and she
0: she knows she knows what she did, and I just want to say thank you to her publicly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my heart right there. You know, um, we go all the way back, man. Kisha should go all the way back to uh, kindergarten okay. kindergarten class, and so, um, you know, some friends you take us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Some friends you can not see them in ten years. Mm-hmm. and you pick up that phone or you mm-hmm. cross paths and it's like y'all ain't never grew up. Right. Exactly. You talked about walking past that mirror. We mm-hmm. still see the kid side of us, you know. Exactly. And and that love will forever be there and and you can't say that about all people, you exactly. know. Some people are just 100 Mm -hmm. percent genuine you know Mm -hmm. and when I talk about being like-minded I really feel like it goes all the way back to your childhood and as you grow up them are your them are your a1 day ones that people talk about yeah yeah Um, and that's important Keisha's so funny she'd be like uh you got too many walls up (laughs) she'd be like you got walls up I can't get in but I tell Keisha I tell her like my prayers like when I pray Mm-hmm. I be praying and turn I'll turn circles around mm-hmm. me so that like outside say if somebody was trying to read me or get to me, mm-hmm. they can't get in. Mm-hmm. Because you gotta be careful, like what's coming your way, right? And so she mm-hmm. always be like, You got them damn walls up. So <laughs> One day I feel like she might get me though. One day she gonna get me. When it's I
1: time. When. Wait, when it's I, time I don't know it's when. Wait, yeah, I don't know when, but
0: she gonna <laughs> and you're you going to break just... down and you're going to do that whole ugly cry. You're going to be like, how did you get there? Like that's oh, all how did you get here? <laughs> Bitch, I caught the bus. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about this one day Green Valley detox. Man. That man. I did. And so, man. I I did a, a, a detox. Maybe I'm like, November, horrible. I think it's probably like twelve bucks or eighteen bucks. Who it's eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, eighteen ninety nine now. Eighteen ninety nine, and I promise you, it smells like a hair salon in a bottle. It tastes like curl juices, chemicals. And now, then i don't you know can why taste you know, like look, i don't know why you know what this stuff tastes like but we're gonna go ahead and proceed because because <laughs> when you smell you know what when you smell stuff it actually has a taste to it but that's just maybe it's just me <laughs> but you cannot sit here and tell me that it did not taste like a hair salon how it i smelled. don't know i don't know like i thought i had prepared myself because <laughs> I had sour Soap tea and I was like, okay, it can't be that bad because that mess was disgusting. So it can't be that that much worse. Baby. Okay. That thing on sour Soap tea was like some peach lemonade or something. I don't know, but this here. on fun. the camera sipping it. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, please, you cannot what? sip this stuff. My, my first <laughs> sip, I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed like someone was attacking me. Your so dang old text was like, bing, I'm like, 5 a.m.? What I did not know. This? it was. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. That's the problem. Y'all don't care about the time. Y'all be like, she going to say something back. I don't care. She can just wake up this early, you know, but only certain people can do that to me. So then the second text goes off and then she was like, bump that. I'm just about to face it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I'm like, lady, get up off the couch. You was not sitting there sipping tea, you know, watching a movie. Like get to the sink and just get ready to just drink this in like two or three gulp. She like, what? <laughs> Why? Because you need to get it down. So she goes and she takes the first gulp. It was like, I can't do it. <laughs> like, i can't do it i can't do it uh, she was like well i got some lemon water <laughs> nah you said some juice <laughs> did you say you had some juice i said some juice yeah because my crazy like, butt my crazy butt was looking at the tiktok videos and looking at everybody that was doing like Ugh. different remedies to help them taste take with taste up oh, with the taste so they was like get some peanut butter get some juice get some um pickles and I was like I'm not gonna get all that so I was like I got some juice at home and if it's nasty I don't even drink juice like that if it's nasty I'm just gonna drink this juice but I was not expecting that taste at all the sad part about that that taste is is when you go poo the pool smell like it, your breath tastes like it, exactly. your body and, and, smell like it, exactly. it's horrible. It, it, it had my house smelling like a dang old factory and I was like, okay, like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to my guy's house and he was like, no, nah, you stay on over there I'm You just stay there. right there, honey, <laughs> you, you, it's like, it's remember how the skunk used to walk around with the fragrance coming from him man. the it's like yes. that. it's really and And it's bad. like a, it's like a chemical smell, but okay. That's where the that that jerry curl from. came from. <laughs> I don't, That's, I don't know. It is. It's a hair salon smell. It's a hair salon taste. Like, I taste relaxers and jerry curls. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad, but you survived. Right? I survived and, and I must say, like, I was a little nervous. I wasn't but, um, I actually got on the scale in the midst of doing the thing and um, I was like how did I not gain the pound? <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I did this and I didn't gain weight? And then my mama was like I called my mama she was like you okay over there? I was like yeah cause you know I ain't used to staying in the house so I was like you know let me stay in the house. I started doing little stuff around the house. And like when it hit, I guess because of my BSG, it no, it, nah, it wasted no time, babe. It's about 10, 12 minutes in. And you be like, booty chicken. Yeah, I, I was moving something in the house and I got that rumbling in the bronx. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was like a fire hydrant. I'm telling you, that's what <laughs> I said. I was like, I don't know I'm like a fire hydrant for the projects where they just turn yeah, all that everything up. just come out. I said, who put that water hose down my esophagus and out through my butt? Because baby's <laughs> are. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I ended up losing initially. Um, I lost three pounds the next morning. Mm-hmm. And then when I got on the scale this morning, I was down like a total of six. Okay. But I haven't been hunting. Well, I did that to jumpstart a liquid diet because I didn't got a little fluffy than what I want to be. So, I, I'm doing a liquid diet now. I'm going back to the basics of, like, my pre-op diet for BSD, So, when you do your so. liquid diet, what you do? So, um, I actually went and got, because me and two other girls from my job were doing it, and we went and got the actual meal replacements that we had took for our actual surgeries. So, we're doing three protein shakes a day, and at least a gallon of water. Um, no solid food at all chicken broth um, what else sugar free popsicle sugar free jello and that's pretty much it coffee unsweetened coffee unsweetened tea and we're doing this for two weeks (laughs) okay Um, so when I say you know people say that VSG is the easy way out you you literally have to be mentally prepared before you get this surgery because with the sleeve you're literally on liquids for six weeks so, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what you might have somebody that be sarcastic and say well um, if you can lose weight for the surgery can't you just keep going Well, what no, do you no, have no, to no, say no, to no, them no no no. no 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 see like you're on a two week pre-op diet as far as liquids but after the surgery you're on there for six weeks so you're on you mm-hmm. ain't eating for like a total of eight weeks so I don't know how easy that is to the normal person right but um uh, yeah it, it's not it's not the easy way out and it may not be for everybody but i do I, I one thing i can say about the weight loss community that i don't like because it's a lot of people out here that have the surgery and then they'll start selling teas and they'll start selling meal prep preps and all this other kind of stuff having people thinking that
1: that's how they lost that's the weight and they've been it. up under the
0: knife and that's mm-hmm. not that's not cool to me um I'm not one that, that showcases my surgery like that. But if somebody asks, I'll be I'll be willing to tell, you know, okay, yeah, I had surgery. But I'm not gonna be like, okay, come and come and do this workout plan with me and you're gonna have to no, you not. Right. Right. <laughs> you not. And and especially on Instagram when I first when I when I first started, it was like a bunch of people I followed. And then it was a couple people that I followed that were very fluffy girls. And all of a sudden they got small and they started selling they, they diet plans and all this other stuff and maybe three, four months later they came out like I need to go ahead and let y'all know that, you know, I actually did have surgery. Oh no. Just <laughs> yeah. heartbreaker. Right. So you got these folks out here giving you your giving you their money, thinking that they gonna have these results and you cheated. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that do that. But um Yeah, so after the cleanse, I think that actually helped me to like stop with my being hungry because after I did the cleanse, I had to make myself eat yesterday and I didn't have the mm-hmm. issue as far as the liquids today. Like I haven't even been hungry. And one of the other girls at work, she was just like, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, one day down, 13 more to go, but I got it. You got it. You got this. Yeah, yeah very so. strong. Thank you. Well, eighty. I know I was kind of like all over the place, ain't it? No, you did really well. So don't don't think nothing like that. So what'll happen is we'll get it posted online, and I'll share it with you um, once it posts to the platforms, and you can share it or do whatever you wish to do with it. Okay, you edited right. Look, you edited right. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Editing what? I don't I have nothing to edit. Look, I don't know what you edited. You said you gotta go through it or something. Yeah. I, oh, okay. But I'm keeping everything, so even this will be on there. Us talking right now. i oh. Us oh. still be. <laughs> us oh. still be there. Um. Hmm. On there. I am very grateful. Um. To call you friend, and I thank you oh. for supporting my cause and jumping on here and sharing a piece of you. With the world, right? Yeah, because I don't do that. Like, I don't do that. Yeah. And so I, I appreciate that. I thank you so much. And if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace.